Welcome to Hunt, Harvest, Health, the podcast with your host, Ryan Lampers, a.k.a. The Stealthy Hunter. Howdy. And myself, Dr. Hillary Lampers, where we share our love for ancestral living and the health topics of the modern age. Ryan is the well-rounded bearded brawn of Hunt, Harvest, Health. His knowledge of backcountry adventure, western hunting, and our household status as garden guru and super dad really defines our gut stealthy lifestyle. Doc Hillary is definitely the brains and beauty behind all of this. She kind of makes everything happen as I have zero technical skills. Hill is just a wealth of knowledge in all things medicine and nutrition, which not only keep our family healthy, but they help me stay strong in all my mountain adventures. You can follow us at huntharvesthealth.com, Instagram, and Facebook for more podcasts, recipes, and stories. All right, let's do this. All right, howdy folks. Welcome back to the Hunt Harvest Health Podcast. It's been a while. I'm trying to figure out and remember how to record a podcast. We just... uh pulled out the gear we've had a long hunting season so uh, we've kind of been slackers as far as getting podcasts out but we've got some stories and we wanted to start recording some of the hunts we've been on and so today we've got joey pyburn he's been on the podcast before we've got ryan bayless Never been on the podcast before. Never been on the podcast before. Never been on a pod. He's a podcast virgin. I am a podcast virgin. Oh, wow. Cherry's been popped. There you go. Done and done. Um, so we all just got back from our Washington mule deer hunt. And while it's fresh in our memory banks, we thought we would sit down. We are at Ryan's house right now, and we were going to kind of just tell the story from start to finish. I think it's a pretty good story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all had a blast on this hunt. So why don't you introduce yourself, Ryan, since you uh, have never been on the Some podcast new. before? Well, I'm Ryan Bayless. The other Ryan. It's my new hashtag. But uh, Joey's neighbor. What? When I meet you, four years, five years ago. Yep, probably five. Something about that. Joey took me on my first backcountry hunt. I've been a hunter for, you know, since I was 14, so a long time. Haven't killed a lot of critters, but Joey took me on my first backcountry hunt and backpack backpack hunt, really, and I've been hooked. So get into what kind of hunt you did before. Oh, man. Here. Now that I know, now that I have been hunting with you guys, the one thing I didn't do is I didn't sit in glass. Yeah. Dude, that's the number one thing. I mean, so how by did you far. used to hunt? Like, what was your, what it's was funny. your go-to? Like, camp, My, everything. What, like, yeah. Yeah, so we would we would set up a base camp down low, and we'd have the Honda 90s. And so we'd set up base camp down low, you know, wall tent type setup, full-blown kitchen. Nice, comfy like, camp. Yeah, yeah, real food. I mean, we have real food now, but, like, heavy stuff. And we had the Honda 90s, and so we'd blast up the road and basically get to a trail. And it's funny. We'd get up there, and I was just talking to my dad about it the other day, but it'd be sunny out. Like, it's cold mornings, and it'd be the sun would hit a, the side of a hill, and we automatically think, I know I did from the time that I was 14 and blah, blah, blah. Hey, I'm cold. The deer are cold. They're going to be in the sun. And uh, 
you know, so you'd see does show up in the sun and, and you're like, where's the buck? Where's the buck? And the buck would never show up. I'm like, dang it. And so, you know, year after year, I think it would be that way. I mean, granted, I did shoot a buck up there my first year, a dinky little spike, which I'm still super proud of. But so was um, he out warming himself in the sun that day? You know, that that was, uh, I think, at like a one o'clock. And uh, my dad and brother were asleep. And I wasn't going to sleep because I'm watching for deer. And sure enough, these, these deer came feeding out of some timber right into a clear cut. And uh, I woke my dad and brother up with my seven millimeter mag going off. And this deer was, I don't know, not very far away, 150, 160 yards away. And my first shot was low, took his front leg off. Yeah. And it started running. And then by the time, this time my dad's up. And that buck is, you know, trying to run. Did you shoot off hand or did you get a nice steady rest? I shot off hand yeah. the first time and, you know, blew his front leg off. And then he starts running. My dad and brother are up and I'm like trying to shoot this deer when it's, you know, trying to run, hit it way back, way back. And that, and then it fell down and that was it for that deer. But, you know, didn't, uh, didn't shoot any more deer in there for a while because my tactic of I'm cold, the deer got to be cold. The bucks never showed up in the sun. Yeah. And so, you know, my brother shot a couple, you know, year, you know, in a few years, but hmm. that wasn't a very good method. And now I look back on what I did. There was clear cuts. There was glassing points that we glassed from. But where am I looking? I'm looking in the sun. I'm not looking in the shade. And so it's crazy because I was telling you, Joey, it's like I think I could go back in the yeah. spot. I've yeah, had it for year after year. Well, we were up there. Yeah. And I hadn't killed a buck in there for, you know, I took two deer out of there. I think my brother took three deer out of there. But we're we're talking 16 years hunting that spot. Was there much pressure? No. No. Yeah. No. And there was deer in there. Yeah. It's just not looking in the right spot. Well, what's funny about that tactic is when you correlate it to how our hunt went this year, it's the complete opposite of how you were, you were hunting. It is. Like they run from the sun. They do. And they literally <laughs> run away from the sun. Yeah. They're like vampires. Bucks. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was telling my dad that it's like, you know, from what I've learned now, those bucks will be bedded in the shade the second the sun hits them. They get up and move. It's the, yeah, it's, it's crazy. a great way to see what's on the hill because when that sun starts to drop, you know, you have these vantage points where you are looking at the hill and, and there's, you know, you never see everything. You, yeah. There's just no way. There's all these hidden little spots on the hillside. But as the sun moves down, those deer are tucked, tucked away behind mm -hmm. a tree. The sun hits them. Man, they get up, that, especially that early season when you know nothing's really happening and the weather was so warm they get up and they're gonna move they're gonna go find a shady spot yeah yeah so no it was not very much success a lot of a lot of hiking around i mean we did hike a lot mm -hmm. i mean i put the miles in but i should have put the hours in glass in instead of the miles walking right um saw a lot of elk in there a yeah. lot of elk <laughs> but uh no that's been my hunting style and it's been you know a lot has changed since starting a backpack and you know the misconception misconception of backpack hunting and backcountry hunting is because you're deep you're going to kill something and i can tell you firsthand that hasn't been the case now sure has there been opportunities yeah sometimes there has but it's 
backcountry backpack hunting hasn't meant that I've killed a buck or I've killed an elk or I've killed a bear every single year. No. Yeah. Just because you get remote doesn't it, mean that it's going to happen. No. For sure. There's still tactics that are going to work better. Yep. For sure. Well, yep. with getting remote, it just gives you like a better experience for the most part. You know, if you can get away from the roads and the people, doesn't necessarily mean you're ever going to see is you know more animals you just don't have as many people yeah you know it's, I, I love not seeing people yeah exactly the experience of it i mean i absolutely love it like i i could never not backpack hunt you know, I get, remember, get deep in there i remember taking you up there that first yeah what was hunt. the what was the first one it was a bear hunt it was right? a bear, bear hunt that you bear took hunt. him on yeah and it was a grinder it's a you know five thousand feet and like what elevation gain. two and a half miles and that Three was here miles. in washington it's here Cascades. in washington yeah. yeah the west side and uh yeah just a very short not not very you know not very many miles yeah maybe three miles and i and i was in shape like general shape i wasn't in backpacking yeah. shape and i think and i had asked you at that point like hey you know you're in pretty good shape yep i i work the i think at that point it was like a a stairmaster or something, a treadmill. You had something yeah, here you were doing. I did. What did you I? weren't going to the something, gym, yet. but. And then, we were only going in for a couple of days, so our packs weren't terribly heavy. We left it and kind of at night, mm-hmm. and it's what sixty something switchbacks going up that thing. Yeah, it's a a lot, and it was a grind. We we got up there, and then I think the next day. Well, we didn't even make it all the way up there. My my quads were seasoned up. And I just remember asking Joey, you're not tired? <laughs> you're like, no, I'm like, crap, man, I'm such a wimp. <laughs> well, it, I mean, that's a rough one to do right out of the gate because it's just, it's just climbing the whole way. And it was and like 80 were, degrees. How many days were you guys heading in? You guys had some weight too probably, right? Yeah, maybe three know, Three or four days. And that was my first trip. I just bought that KU bag. And like, so everything in it was new. I had a heavy sleeping bag. Which, yeah, and I don't think I had checked his pack either, you know, mm-hmm. which that's always a good thing to do with a new guy to be like, hey, let me feel that thing. Be like, hey, what's this you, in here? You have a, a what, is that a cast you, iron fry yeah, pan well, in there? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it was like 2.30 and we got to that first saddle. And yeah, I was like. 2.30 in the morning. 2.30 in the morning. And I was like, I can't go any further. Well, it was also like 80 degrees. So, you know, mm-hmm. you leave the trailhead. Yeah, this is August, you were right? Cranking, yeah, it was. sweating, man. I mean, you're pouring sweat. So mm-hmm. you kind of started to seize up. You had started right, I was seizing up. And so we did stop, but it, granted, it was 2 30 in the morning. I think we'd pushed. And we made it pretty much the whole way up. Yeah, yeah. We stopped it just below the top. And then the next day, we were like laying in this berry field, munching on berries overlooking this crazy amount of country just and I'd amazing never, i'd never experienced that like i never like crunched there and he's just like yeah oh my gosh i i have to do this all the time now yeah <laughs> i was hooked right there no, i could tell i looked over at him and he just had this big googly look on his face i was like with oh, blueberries man, this guy, this all over his face like so this is why guys in. like backcountry hunting yeah yeah and we didn't see a bear and didn't isn't that when we got smoked out or was that the next year? No, we got smoked we out. We got smoked out, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see a bear, but man, that was all it took. He was he was completely hooked. <laughs> he came back and started working out like furiously. And he's never had an issue since. No. Now you got to try to slow the 
slow the guy down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, since you hooked up with Joey, you've, uh, you've had some hunts, you've had some trips. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did my first out of state solo hunt. Yep. Nevada last we both year. Did, we were both did a trip down to Nevada at the yep. same time. Yeah. You got a great, you, well, you got your first archery buck down that's there, my it? second archery buck that little button buck right there was my first oh that's right and then uh yeah that was my second archery buck which i mean day nine deer yeah, solo nevada tail up yeah. on that one yep. yeah I, I don't care if it's not a monster no no oh, that was super cool yeah and then after that what have you gone to well, well after, we we went to montana did the montana yeah we did montana trip. last year and got you a pretty good muley yeah he's right there yeah he's up that there. was a good buck and that you know that's by far my biggest buck you know i've shot and i remember just seeing that thing you know because we passed on that big regress two point on the way in yeah yeah and i'm not gonna like packing this thing out i was like man i should have shot that big two regress two point because you know that was a big cool buck but you know in my mind i'm like i want points i want buck but you know, it didn't take anything away from that, you know, so that was, well, that was, that fun was because awesome. We were, was, we were Eastern Montana, so we were seeing some deer. I think we saw some whitetail bucks going in. Yeah, before we even. Yeah. And then, uh, we set up camp and then just bombed out from there and we were seeing a lot of bucks, mm -hmm. you know, every day. And, uh, and then you picked that, was, that buck up, had some does, bedded yeah, down. Yep. And, um, yeah, put a stock on him. And, yeah, it was like a 200. 200 yard shot i think it was yeah so that was good yeah that was a fun hunt and we had but we had three we had three bucks to try to get down in like four days yeah something something crazy so couldn't be yep. not that we i was gonna be super out. picky but that was good yeah so fast forward to this year this was kind of the the pinnacle probably for you as far as a backcountry hunt i would imagine yeah it um, was i mean that for our deer hunt, for sure. Our Washington hunt. Yeah. Yep. yep. So we decided uh, we would all three team up and go into, that's been a spot that Joey and I have played around with um, for years. And, you know, we're always kind of hitting edges and, and checking out new country. Um, but basically, you know, it's the same country, but we're finding new little nooks and crannies and bowls and ridges and just keep pushing the boundaries. And um, so this is a spot that we'd wanted to go into. And, and so, we brought Mr. Bayless along with us on this one, and uh, I think we made an agreement when we first uh, decided that I you were coming test. with us. I had a test, a, a, a flashcard almost. That's right. Test. That's right. I think I pulled up my phone and said, what are you going to shoot? Would you shoot this buck? And yeah, we're, a, we're eating breakfast. three point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was like, we're eating breakfast, and Ryan's over there messing around on his phone, and all of a sudden, hey, would you shoot this buck? Yeah, I yeah he's he's flipping through and then and, and then like, I caught on. Yes, you would. And then you I caught on. I was like, oh, I know what you're doing. <laughs> you're gonna dump me off here outside this parking lot, and I'm gonna have to take a car back if I say no. I'm not gonna <laughs> shoot that buck. That's what's happening here. We were still at that point. We were ninety percent sure we were gonna take you into this spot. Ninety. But, uh, but once you started rattling off, yes, you're gonna shoot the first legal buck that comes comes through. Uh, we said, okay, yeah. coming with us. Well, there's good reason for that. You know, yes. it's shooting three bucks up there, like trying to hold out and kill three nice, big, mature bucks is very difficult. And then it's everybody's an holding that, out. And it, then what yeah. if you all kill in the last three days? You have three deer to try to get out of there. And mm -hmm. 
man, it is, you know, it's not fun getting out no, of No, I mean, it would have been, it was a brutal trip getting out anyway. It would have been. Yeah. So Ryan's plan was, he just kept saying, we'll get Bayless a buck on the first day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty get confident. It, we we'll can get, get it, it on, on the way in. <laughs> on the way in. This is our plan. <laughs> Bayless, Bayless needs to shoot a legal buck. That way we can eat like kings yeah. for the next seven days and while we we're did. back there. And that is exactly how it kind of worked it out. It yeah. was it crazy how that worked. Because, uh, you know, we hit the trailhead. Um, we had a good amount of climbing to do to get in there and some miles. And geez, that first day we, we kind of got there late. Um, we only got about a quarter up the mountain. And we had to basically park it, set up camp. Um, didn't really want to blow anything out in the dark. So, uh, got and there's the no morning. trail. So you, yeah, we, we kind of need trail. to see where you're going. And, uh, you know, we had the days, we, I think we had what, eight days, I think it was mm-hmm. to, uh, from start to finish. So it's not like we were rushed to get up in there and try to knock these critters down. But you know, I think that first full day that we had, um, geez, that first morning we saw, we picked up a couple bucks, um, up on the ridge. Look like look like shooter bucks, but we weren't quite sure. Um, and then as we got further up on the ridge, we picked up another handful of bucks. Yeah, and that's when we decided to try to make a play. And by the time we got up there, it was pretty much to evening. where we had glassed those bucks. Yeah, it was the light was starting to fade on us a little. But bit. But it was perfect. So. It was like we got up there, dumped our packs, and we're like, you were like, let's go shoot that buck. Let's get that well buck. before that, that we had had that those two bucks up on the ridge up in the rocks and one of them was a really big two point we were trying to put a third point on that i was looking for an eye guard well and anything. you you said i think i see and i, I, see and an I thought i saw maybe something there too but at that distance he was kind of in the trees and well, the, the heat, problem the was heat the waves. heat waves because yeah. it was so bloody hot and um you know they were just the you know we're on a ridge so you're looking across country we're not looking across the basin um, and that heat wave coming off the ground was just too much. And I just couldn't quite get that little one and a half inch, two inch eye guard on that buck. And that later we come to find out he had one. And well, it was we a saw him big old, it was an old regress two point, just an old mature buck. Yeah, but huge body on him. Big yeah. old, big old monster buck. Which is the, one of the things that, you know, you kind of struggle with in that country is uh, some of the bucks body wise, they're huge. So trying to like, you know, figure out how big their rack is, is difficult because their rack may look small, but that's just because they're a 250 body. pound muley. So, yeah, yeah. Well, when we saw that buck, cause we ended up seeing that two point, um, the next day up close, he, he came right down the ridge and, you know, was right there. He was heavy. Yeah. He's an old, 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 old buck. buck. Um, just, but, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, go ahead and tell the story on. Yeah. On so buck. I think we, had originally seen those bucks. Were they up and moving around when we first saw them, and then we lost them? I think and I we saw the bedded he was, one. He was bedded mm-hmm. first. They were bedded. And then he stood up. Oh, yeah, up. Then they, yeah, and then they moved around. But, yeah. you know, there was, I think there was, we didn't get to see all the bucks in there. So we first picked up that buck. He was bedded, and then kind of stood up. We kind of got eyes on him, yep. and we figured out. I'd seen movement up above. I think we saw a couple other. We knew there's a couple other bucks in there. We just didn't really get good but eyes. But we on knew them. that one buck was a legal buck. Yeah. Yeah, we could tell, and we looked at him for a while. He's he was bedded in there, and I think that uh, at some point 
the 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 reminder of the quiz that I had taken <laughs> earlier in the the earlier in the trip had come back up, and I was forced to recite, never never pass on something. See, I don't even remember. On, I don't even remember what it is. <laughs> never, I thought we never that in your head. Never point. pass on something that you would shoot on the last day. Right? Never, never pass, pass on, on something. something the first day. That yeah, you never would pass on. Happily yeah. shoot on the last there you day. Go. I, I choose to. We change not, it a whole bunch of times too. Later, yeah, that we, thing, that phrase it, gets it morphs mixed around and matched. Yeah, consistently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you posted a total mix-up of. <laughs> That's the, right. Yeah. So, but for anyway, you, it was yeah. Don't pass on the first. Don't day pass and, on the last. and and I, and I'll be honest. Like, I did. I did not want to shoot that buck at first. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you knew that. I wanted to shoot a bigger buck. I'd seen that two point. I wanted to shoot that, and I was really, I was kind of bothered that we couldn't, you know, make a point up on that thing. Um, but really, once we started. S- stalking in on that buck and i had said let's go after it yeah it all changed because i was on a stock i was going to harvest this buck and so i didn't really care at that point that it wasn't this you know big buck because yeah and i we still had a kind of a curiosity on what those other two bucks looked like because we yeah i saw antlers but i didn't see how big they were you know they were still kind of bachelored up so you just never know what we're going to come over the over that ridge and see but yeah and true and once we finally worked around there and got to that rock ridge you know we popped up on it we didn't even see the bucks um and that's when i think you went down a little further joey and set up camera and you're like down there i don't see him i yeah, don't see I him mean, I, I had a good vision of the whole little rocky valley so when they weren't there I knew they kind of had to be like right in front of you guys down in there. So yeah. the very last time we saw those bucks, they were up and feeding and they were kind of feeding up that valley. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they continued to do. They just kind of got a little further up than we thought. Yeah. So. And so we, you know, when Joey was down a little further and he didn't see anything, you know, Ryan and I kind of creeped up over that rock. And uh, that's when I think you, we, you saw it right when we creeped over the buck was you know, feeding down there in the bottom and I was getting set up. I didn't really see it. And, uh, when I finally saw it, you know, I'm set up on the pack and I didn't hear Ryan say, tell me when you're yeah, going to shoot. Let me know when you're going to shoot. Cause we're film, <laughs> we're filming everything for project waypoint. Yeah. So, and we're horrible. Um, we're not you know, camera we're, guys. We're, we're no, horrible camera guys. amateurs. Yeah, for sure. And so rise like, Hey, let me know when you're going to shoot. But <laughs> I can but see him up got there. I've got my earplugs ear in at this so point. He can't yeah. hear anything. And, and <laughs> I, I don't know, like, I think everything that I've shot, like I get my gun up and bam, like that bear. Remember when I shot that bear? It was yeah. just like, it's, I don't need to sit on it and rest. I, I get my side on it and shoot. Yeah. And so I didn't hear Ryan. So I get set up, bam, shoot. And I think it surprised Ryan. Oh, it surprised and, me. I was like, holy so smokes, haven't even turned the camera on I yet. I get set, and I'm trying to find the buck, <laughs> and Ryan's like, you're high. And uh, and I, I didn't, I don't know, I must have just went over him. And so he's like, get yeah, up, get little, up here, right come up him. a little further, because Ryan was set up about three feet above me. So I grabbed the pack, set the pack up further, get set up on him. I think you're filming at this at this point. 
and this time uh, I'm just letting it roll because I don't know when you're going to shoot. Yeah, you're not going to warn me. No, so. no warning. And so yeah, shot dumped him right there, and he rolled down the hill. And uh, yeah, I mean that was like I said earlier. I don't at that point. I didn't care that he wasn't a big buck. I was excited because like when I'm looking at him through the scope before I'd shot the last time, and I told you guys like he's got. I don't even know what I said. I probably said he's got like some junk or something like his yeah. rack is cur- like curly yeah. or curved or something like that. And, and I just remember seeing that and just maybe that was me telling myself, yeah, he's a cool buck yeah. you know, cause yeah. I'm, I'm going to shoot well, him. Look. And it was. And so, yeah. yeah, as soon as you looked up from it, you were excited. You know, you said he's not huge, but he's got some cool waves to his, to his rack or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's all curved up. So when you guys popped over there, cause I was down below filming. So I'm just filming you guys i don't i can't see deer or anything out there were there could you see other deer no well yeah. was there two what there was two down there the first time yeah so two went down that one stayed up and apparently joe saw so three go down yeah three went down so we missed one yeah so and, and, they, and you, they went down and one wasn't it wasn't like the one was much bigger than the buck you shot he was just had a little bit bigger frame. Sure. I think they were all somewhat same age category. They were still bachelored up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So uh, typically they kind of run together. That big giant two was clearly the big buck in that On the group. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yes. He kept himself separated. I think he was actually hanging with a little, a little another little two point. Little two point. Little two yeah. Well, and then he was by, he was by himself um, after that. That yeah. next day you guys saw him, he was by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that deer, we that deer's down. We go in, break them down, um, get back to where our camp, our packs were and stuff. Uh, in the dark, we kind of figured we'd be camping there. We figured yeah. we're probably going to get this buck. We'll probably camp here. There's somewhat of a flat spot. We had to move some rocks. Yeah, we, yeah, we dug, just kind of dug some but, rock beds. Which we've done it before. You just kind of dig yeah. out kind of like a nice deer bed. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So we got back to camp and got that meat hung. Hung that buddy. And uh, I came up with a pretty wicked plan that night. Actually, it was the next morning. It came to me. I thought, you know what? I didn't know if it was that. I, yeah, maybe it was really the next shape. morning. Let's get that deer off the mountain. Let's <laughs> grab some hunks that we can pack around with this and chew on this thing all week. But uh, now it was so bloody hot, and up on that ridge, it was even hotter. So we kind of figured the best thing to do would be to get that buck down to the mm-hmm. creek bed, down um, to the trail, back towards the trail trailhead. But there's a nice, yeah. cool north slope creek bed down there. That uh, and look, you're in great shape. So what the heck? It was I mean, only it was what, only what three three and a half hours miles? to get back down to the bottom. Three hours, I think. Yeah, it was. I think it was three and a half to where I hung the deer. Yep. Yeah, it's a grind. And it it was a grind. And I mean, it, Ryan wanted you to go back to where the trucks were at the trailhead to bring us. We had left some fizzy water. Fizzy water. At the truck, which is always not a, treat a lot. When you just come out. one a piece. So you hiked another and mile were there and cinnamon a half. rolls still down? No, we carried all you? the cinnamon rolls up. No, we had the cinnamon. <laughs> That's rolls right, we did. <laughs> <laughs> and so, well, you guys were like, Ryan's, yeah, it's only a Bayless's quarter. His wife had made some delicious cinnamon rolls and. uh we, were we packed up nine of them. Bayless to pack all those for us during the trip. Nine cinnamon rolls, and you know when you're in the when you're packing your pack at the trailhead, the nine cinnamon rolls doesn't really feel heavy. 
But then when we first had the, each had our one center roll and I'm feeling the six that are left, I'm going, this is stupid. You know, this is like two pounds of dough. They were really good though. Those were some heavy center rolls. They were good, but. She yeah. should have made some for us to have while we did this podcast. I know. I'm surprised we're not eating any hmm. right now, actually. Yeah, that would be that would be really good. Yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, so I packed that buck off yeah. the mountain. Yeah, that next morning you went, got the meat out of the tree, took off down um, to get our fizzy water. Joe and I decided <laughs> to go upridge and uh and we set up a kind of a spot to meet because um, we knew it would be in late in the evening when Bayless was yeah, able to make it, it back up. That's yeah, I mean, it was, deal. yeah, it was. I mean, I think it took like three hours to get down and yep. then it, it was probably more to come. Well, maybe more to come up four hours. I don't know. Well, you left in the dark in the morning and you got back about dark, about, about dark. Yeah, about dark. Yeah. No, it was a grind. Not going to lie. But Joe and I decided to go up and uh, we had this, you know, master vantage point up there we wanted to get to it's overlooking a big old basin and that's kind of where we had set our hopes on finding a big old buck um and man we no sooner got up to that ridge got set up and i think joe spotted the first deer spotted a few does down on the bottom and then uh geez it seemed like a minute after that all of a sudden there's you spot you spot a good buck yeah a decent buck yeah good buck on the far ridge and he was kind of working his way up towards this little saddle. And um, and then I think we watched him go up onto the saddle and up and over and then look down ridge from that. And there was yeah. an even bigger buck. Yeah. And uh, and then they kind of met up and they were buddies. Yeah. They were just, they just kind of hanging out. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we were at that point. Everything was pretty evident. The rut isn't really happening. And we weren't really expecting it to because – First off, it was a hot weather week, and it's, I think that was what, October 16th, 17th? Yeah, that, that yep. would have been the 17th. 17th. So it's still really early, and we've got no cold weather to speak of. We had some earlier, but then it just went bone dry, no snow, um, full no, moon. Nothing in the forecast. 60 to 65 degrees during the day. Yeah. And then so not, the rut was at, not at, to be expected. At night, it was like 38. Yeah. I mean, it just horrible conditions. And we've had years in that country where, you know, by October 20th, they are rutting hard and they're chasing does. But that's, you know, the cold weather years when we get good snow and just cold frozen nights and it's all popping back there. But this was not that year. Mm-mm. So so go ahead and tell the story on how we uh, our game plan on on those two bucks because you had spotted them. Yeah. So one was a real big buck. He was a big buck. Um, the other was just a really good four. And we decided we would, they're way on the other side um, of this big basin, like right up on the top of the ridge. And so we skirt around, dump our packs or our gear, and then drop in. And, you know, we had tons of cover, so we pick our way down and then cut across and come up. They'd, they'd actually, at a certain point, went over the ridge because they bedded, one, the big buck bedded right on the ridge for a while. And the other buck kind of fed around and then went over the other side. Yeah, we started that stock. We could see that buck bedded on that little yeah. knob. 
And then eventually he went over the other side. So we cut down, picked our way up there, kind of came up as high on the ridge as we could. And it's so loud and it's hot and the wind is kind of swirly and it just didn't feel like it was going to be work out. But we ended up getting into position kind of belly crawling up there and um, Ryan picked him out. It was tough because we're looking now down into this kind of shaded ravine burn burn and you know glassing into that burn in the shade it's like dark and but he picked up those those bucks so we had them in there they're both bedded but it's like just under 200 yards away and uh you know no shot or anything you can see like a nose some antlers sticking up and like yeah, a, one of the know, deer i could see is you know, just his back end and the other one, I could just kind of see him silhouetted. Yeah. And, uh, sometimes, man, it's hard to pick bucks up in those burns. And we dropped our packs, which was stupid. We did. Um, well, and the other thing we, hmm. we didn't I hadn't heard water. this part yet. <laughs> yeah. We had dropped our packs because we wanted to be super quiet because we thought yeah. those bucks were going to be right just up and over. Yeah. And oh. we were going in for, you know, it was going to be like 50 yards. So we're going in for a quick kill too. Like yeah. we're going to pop up over that ridge. But we popped over and they weren't there. They had rebedded and they yeah. bedded down into the burn. So, And the other thing, we we didn't have any water. There's no water up there. It's bone dry. It's like a desert. We yeah. had a maybe, you know, I don't know, a quarter of our Nalgene, one Nalgene. And... uh so we're, we get up there, we see these bucks, and now we're just like sitting in the burning hot sun on the top of this ridge. Can't really go anywhere. No, we're stuck. If we go to one side, they're going to pick us up. If we go to the other, we're going to lose sight of them. So. so we're just sitting on them. And I'm set up, rifle set up, rise set up, and we're just sit there. We sit there for hours. And finally, I was like... I'm I'm out of here. I'm going to go get our packs. You sit on these things. I'm going to go down so we can get, you know, have some water and have some food. So I drop back down and strap his pack to my pack and come back up. At least then we had a little bit of food and water. We Then we sat on them for a, a, another couple hours. And finally, it was like, we got to just make something happen because... We need to go get water. The wind started getting even wind more is swirly. swirly. Yeah. Um, so basically, while I was grinding, back no, we weren't up, even thinking about you. No, we're thinking but about you guys bucks. are just sitting around watching deer. Yeah, that's <laughs> one. I was we thinking did, about we did taking talk, a nap. Seriously. We did talk about you. We were like, man, I hope he brings fizzy water. Hmm. Well, yeah, I think I said, I hope he doesn't bring just three fizzy waters. The one for each case. of us. I want the whole case. And I did. I did just Only bring three. three. He ended up bringing three. But they were good. Yeah. But so we, Rye decided he's going to drop back off the other side. I'm going to stay on those deer. And he's going to work down the ridge and come up at like a, so he has a different vantage point. And the reason I did that is because I knew, um, so one, you know, only a couple of things can happen. You are still set up with a good visual on them. I'm either going to 
screw it up and make some noise and uh, they're going to stand up and you're going to get a shot mm -hmm. or I'm going to get a really good vantage over there and I'm going to get a good angle on sure. them. So either way, we're going to be good. And exact that's exactly what happened is he came up over um, whether or not it was you or what, but they did get up and, you know, I'm on them the whole time, you know, looking through the scope. Buck comes down and I can't see like head or antlers. I see his antlers as he goes through real fast, but then he stops. But I have like perfect, you know, trees blocking his hind quarter, trees coming down right in front of his front shoulder. But I got a good shot at his vitals. And I squeeze one off. And uh, Buck runs straight down. And seemed like a hit buck. And this was the bigger of the two. Yeah, it was the bigger buck. Yeah. Um, so we sit there for quite a while and just quiet. He goes straight down. <clears throat> I could hear him bouncing down, down through there. Totally expected to go down there and find him, you know, piled up. He's like in the bottom of the basin there. Um, but... We worked our way down there. We worked our way out first, glassing down and in. Never saw anything. Then worked our way down in there. Never found blood, nothing. He bounced his way down, and I tracked him down the basin quite a ways. Um, and I don't know. I don't know what happened on this hunt with me because <laughs> I had some issues shooting um, more than once. So, I don't know. I didn't take my rifle, and I actually had not shot the rifle that I used. I shot um, I shot the other rifle. I shot, Ryan has two rifles, and I shot the Weatherby, and I was comfortable with that. I ended up shooting a backup rifle, um, and I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I don't know. But... I missed that buck and I, and then that sticks in your head and it, and then it runs through your head constantly. Yeah. Because we were trying to figure out like, man, how did that buck, like, how did he not hit under 200 yards, under 200 yards? How in the world, whether it was a stick that you just didn't see in the shade side of that, yeah. that burn, yeah. something, it just didn't make sense. But, but then I'm, you know, but we scoured and, and looked and did our due diligence. and there was Quite no honestly, then I'm buck. in my head at that point, like, you know, just th that's all I can think about is how do I, how did I miss that buck? But yep. so we, yeah, we go down there, we go all through that thing and we end up going to the bottom and going back out through the top into that basin. And luckily... We found a little tiny water hole. Yes. Oh, that was a dream, man. Yeah, because we hadn't had water since the bottom. No. 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 Was, and this was day three. Yeah. Technically. And I, I had got water out of that basin on a scouting trip years prior, but um, yeah, it was, there was grim we, we, water. We drained the hole. Like when we were flowing, done, it was just, no, it was a puddle. Just a puddle. Mm -hmm. And by the time Ryan and I were done, using the cap off of our Nalgene. 
Nalgene's. Yep. We'd filled all our bladders and the hole was pretty much dry. And one of the reasons why, I mean, we wanted to avoid going into, there was an even better basin, Mm -hmm. the next basin over, but our concern was we're going to blow something out, which is, that was the basin that had the water, had the good water, the flowing water. Mm -hmm. We wanted to stay out of it for as long as possible till we had as much time to scour it with the glass as possible. And since I'd already blown this basin up with my missed (laughs) shot, we were like, well, let's just go in there and get some water. We'll just go in here and we'll get some water out of it. And that's what we did. And we filled up. Jeez, we must have got, we get eight, nine liters of water yeah, out of there. we so. did, which was awesome because we needed to drink some water at that point. So we get, climb up out of there, get back to the ridge. And about the time we get back to the ridge, I glass over there and I see Bayless coming up. We see up a, a weary man walking across the ridge. <laughs> a skinny silhouette. <laughs> uh, he looked beat, but... Uh, and by the time we got over there, he was actually in his sleeping bag. I was, because yeah. I was sweaty. And, dude, I got up to that ridge, and it was blowing, yeah. and I was freezing. Yeah. And I was like, I'm getting my bag out. And, like, no sooner – like, I was in my bag for three minutes, no, and, was, then, <clears throat> and then I see you guys. I'm like, can I just – lay here in my sleeping bag for a little bit longer can you guys maybe walk that way and come back get what are you doing get your stuff packed up we gotta go go. let's go so we pack up our gear because we'd actually dumped all of our stuff right there we did and we had to go back to where we came from and i think i was probably kind of rude to you i was like get out of your bag get your stuff we got to go we don't want to put our lights on yeah we don't want to turn our lights on we didn't want to kick our lights on we wanted to get back to where we were camping trying to uh you know stay incognito i guess but yeah and luckily luckily you guys had your bag your trash bag over there with gear in it and it gave me time to get my sleeping bag mm-hmm. put back in there because had you guys been ready to go i would have been getting yelled at yeah you know like <laughs> i would have been dragging my he was all nice he gave us five hundred dollars and we're like no no we no, gotta get gotta back get across going. this thing yeah we yeah. don't want to get seen so, so we cruised across um, this sketchy little trail no, then, with our headlamps off. Yeah. No headlamps. Cause we don't want to spook any critters. We're cruising. Got to beat the light. And we get over and we tuck into this sweet little spot and we set up the seek. Yep. Which is awesome. Perfect yeah, It was spot. a sweet little spot. Oh, it's like man. money grass. It's like a grass meadow on it the was. side of a cliff. Yeah. yeah. Which is so rare in that country. You find a nice flat spot like that. It's just... And that's what we did. We stuck to that. And it, that seek never left that spot once nope. we got it set up. So, yeah. And that was, uh, yeah. Fortunately, I think we got across that. It was dark, but it was a full moon. I mean, it, the moon was getting to be pretty close to full. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so we were big, too, you know, we could walk at bad. night without lights anyway. So that worked out pretty well. Mm-hmm. But, um, gosh, what happened that next day? So we get up. We don't have to cover too much ground. We, Our plan was to not really move too deep on this ridge. Just go slow. Yeah. And try to see everything and try not to get our wind anywhere. Try not to spook anything. Just take it slow. We got the days to burn. So um, that's kind of, uh, that was kind of what we wanted to do. Although, you know, we had already shot twice. But it still wasn't affecting where we were headed. So no. we still felt pretty good about, you know, going in and, and finding some, you know, deer that hadn't been spooked yeah, at all. Yeah, you, f- 
you kind of realize that the shooting doesn't necessarily. Well, and where like Bayless shot his, the deer just up and over, um, like well, that morning, they never heard probably even yeah, any, no. any of that shot. And when, so Bayless shot his buck that next morning when you and I got to the ridge and we were glad we glassed up those bucks, we glassed up some does in the bottom. That's when that big two came right down on us. He, he oh, saw so movement. it was in the morning. He wouldn't even leave. I mean, no, he saw movement. So he was, you know, his neck was swollen up. So he was starting to feel it. So he saw movement. He came right down. He was well, so, going to come down. <laughs> so yeah, I see, I see him up there and we're glassing these two bucks. I think Joe went back to get the spotter, crawled back, just yeah. crawled like five or six feet back to his back. And uh, that deer is looking down, and he sees Joe Joe crawling. Yeah, and uh, that got him. All and excited. his neck's all swole. I had yeah, brown, got, I had brown pants on. <laughs> I think he was like, <laughs> he came right down on that ridge, and he would not leave. He stayed there for probably forty minutes. Yeah, just stood there, licking his lips. Yeah, <laughs> we were like, man, Bayless would be happy with that. Yeah, he was a big old thing. Yeah, but. Yeah. So at that point we thought, holy smokes, you that know, he, is about as ruddy as you get. But that was really the only buck that was just rutted out of his mind. Yep. So which was shocking because he was, uh, and he was an old, mature, regressed buck. But. Well, and but so you you kind of realize that the shooting up in those remote places, the that loud bang doesn't really, you know, doesn't really blow things out. No, and especially because we have ridges after ridges after ridges. Yeah. So, you know, the bucks are in next base and over. They don't, they don't hear anything. No, that, that and even if have. they do, they hear loud noises up there. They hear thunder and oh, yeah. cracks. It's more the, it's the spreading your stink around that yep. blows things up more than anything. We, especially we your stink. We didn't, we didn't really stink, I don't <laughs> yeah, think. Right. Uh, very, ba- very bad. Very <laughs> bad. Very bad. Oh man! So that that next day, I'm trying to think. We uh, we all stayed together the next day, I think, and we ended up climbing. That next day is when we climbed all the way up to the top. I yep. think we did a and lot just, of glassing. That did day. a lot of glassing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and after the first morning with all the bucks that we saw and the deer we were a little bit surprised because the that following day it was pretty grim yeah we didn't didn't see see anything much at all we weren't picking up you know any bucks in those new basins that we hadn't even laid eyes on so uh that was a little bit of a setback but we knew they were there we were seeing tracks we were seeing sign so we just uh the conditions were just terrible because the deer they were moving for about an hour and a half in the morning, a little bit, like going back to their bedding area. But then all day long, they're not up. They're just, they're where they are in their beds on the shady sides of the hill. And that yeah. was it. So, and even in the evenings, you know, when you expect to get a little bit of movement. Nothing. Gosh, I think of the seven, eight days we were up there. There was one evening we picked up three does. I saw two does. That's what little movement evening. there was. Yeah. In the evening, yeah. Yeah. So now just tough conditions. So it's basically all day long. We're looking for bedding areas, trying to pick up tines, you know, amongst the burnt timber. And sometimes you get lucky and you find one and sometimes you just never see them because it's too thick. And, yeah. But you know, they're in there. Yeah. Which is fun. I mean, that's, you know, to me, 
I like I enjoy glassing. It's like I didn't when I first started, I didn't really enjoy it, but now I enjoy it. Like me and you sit on the side of a mountain. It's like, okay, who's going to find the critter yeah. first? But you yeah, know, for you sure. start staring at sticks long enough, you're thinking there's a buck right there. I know there's a buck there. No, that stick hasn't moved. Yeah. And you're, you're really good. I mean, some people just don't, you know, they have a hard time ever being able to pick up deer, but you have great eyes. You pick up a lot of critters. I'm glad you like my eyes. It makes it easy for me. I don't have to work so hard. It's like, ah, I'll just kind of yeah, sit he's back over there. and let You're Bayless probably not even glassing. You're probably just eyes, eyes closed, closed, sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, uh, gosh, I think it was the following day that we did our big old death march, wasn't it? Yeah. The next day we did the same, a similar path to what we did the day before, but we just thought we'd stretch it out a little bit. And we covered a lot of ground. Um, I'm not sure if we saw a deer. I don't think so. That entire day. We didn't pick up anything in the morning. And we thought, you know, we'd get up on top, get a good master vantage up there, um, look at the other side. Man, I mean, we looked at a lot of country that day and uh, did a lot of up and a lot of down. I mean, I don't know what the elevation up and down was that day, but it was a lot. And we ended up, fortunately, taking some of that deer that Bela shot the first day. And uh, we hauled that, and our plan was to get a good meal that day and eat some venison. So, And by, by some of my deer, we took half of an entire which was, side of backstrap. I don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> and the I heart. We, we could have eaten both straps yeah. while we were up there. We so could've. we had to conserve. But no, we found a great spot, um, buy some water and made a fire and cooked that right over the fire that was Man, awesome it was good yeah we had just a seasoning and yeah we did we had uh, was tony like, was it tony tony sasheries said yeah man yeah, that's, some, that's some good season that was good and we could indulge in all the water we wanted which really yeah we hadn't been able I to couldn't. joey couldn't there was uh there was <laughs> freshwater shrimp shrimp in the uh, lake and i'm sure i would be fine but i'm allergic to shrimp and then Ryan's like, oh, look at all these freshwater shrimp. And I'm thinking. Right, as you're about to take a sip of yeah, your freshly sterry. What, what if that makes me sick? And then the Worst next place ever. four days, I'm, you know. Yeah. Yeah. In bad shape. So I did not drink that water. You found water, though. I found water in the creek. It was yeah. just not as plentiful. <laughs> yeah, that we found that water on the north slope. It was all frozen. Mm-hmm. two was, inches uh, thick that ice or yeah, maybe more super cold on that side and yet all you had to do is like move over 100 yards and you were in the it was crazy dead sun and it was hot and you were sweating it's rare you find those those spots that i mean you find those spots quite a bit in the mountains where it's like you go into them and you feel the temperature drop but that was very it was uh, drastic yeah for drastic sure. it was like man you had to, we bundled up everything we had, but you could literally walk 50 yards over and walk into the sun and it was like Back 65. Back weather. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. And that, that, like that crick bottom right there was frozen, rock solid, just never sees yeah, the sun. Yeah, it was really shocking that that, that was, the ice was as thick as it was on that lake. Well, obviously it'd been cold up there, you know, there'd been some nights previously where it was wicked cold yeah we had some nights in early october um we had some weather we had some snow up there and then it all just went away you know early in the season i thought we were gonna have we were set up for a phenomenal 
you yep. know, regular season deer hunt, but more the weather changed. We're excited about melted everything. Using the stove. Yeah, on the on the seek, but no. didn't even need it. No. Mm-mm. So we so, finished up that day hiking out of that hole, climbing through many, many boulder fields, which is always our favorite. Um, trying not to break trekking <clears throat> poles and all that fun stuff and trying to just get up the hills. Jeez, yeah, we had to we did a pretty serious climb up and out of there. Just pretty sketchy. I stayed down and and was filming you two. Yeah, dodging rocks. And these two are like, I don't know, that's a really steep hill we're on. You're pretty much bear crawling out of it or climbing out of it. So I'm down below. I'm like, oh, this will be cool, the video. And I had to run a few times and dive into this little cluster of trees and these like boulders are flying yeah. down the mountain. Okay, now this is probably not the best not the idea. Best idea. Uh, I was trying, but to you got not, the fo- you got the footage. I got the footage. Yeah, that's that's what that. a good cameraman does. I mean, if you though. had died, we that'd we, be great we, footage. Yeah, well, as long as you like, <laughs> as you were falling, you set the camera down and so it didn't damage the SD card. Yeah, no, I would make sure to do yeah. that. I was having to watch which rocks to grab onto because you can kind of feel well. That one's loose. loose. That one's gonna come right whizzing by you. Yeah, and I, I watched one rock go down. And it hit a rock and shot a rock over your direction. Yeah. It was like 10 feet from you, but it shot one over towards you that whizzed past. In the That's that, that scary feeling you get like if when you were a kid and you got like in a BB gun war and you come around a corner and there's a kid standing there with a BB gun and you turn to run and you just are like, you know <laughs> Where you're going to get shot. Get hit? And that's the feeling when those rocks are coming down the hill. You're like, I, that's the same feeling like run. I'm going to get hit with a rock. I'm sure everybody out there knows what it's like to have BB gun wars. BB gun, probably yeah. not anymore, right? <laughs> we had lawn dart wars pretty much. Yeah, that's why, they're, uh, that's why they're that's why they're banned in the United States. Yeah. But anyway, so we got out of there that day. Um, gosh, what was the next day? We, the days all kind of run together. Yeah. In between there, it was We'd pretty split slow. up. That's so the next day we split up. And that's right. you were going way out again and you took your, you took your sleeping bag. You're like, yeah. well, I might stay out, um, if I get too far out or if I find something good. Yep. So Bayless and I decided to go back in to where on the way out of that nasty hole, we saw some pretty good tracks pretty on a range. Good sized tracks. Yeah. So we headed over to glass this new little piece and i remember saying to joe on my way up was like that little knob right there if we see a buck on there he's gonna be probably 30 inches yeah it's gonna be a huge buck just looks like that kind of spot and it is man you just look at it and it looks like where a big buck could just live and there's all these different outs for him and um there's food and it's just a small spot perfect spot it's just tiny tough to get to Overlook, i mean it's out to there to tamaracks yeah. got easy ways to get away from predators and lots and, of ways to get away yeah yep. yeah so we we started working our way over that way and there was another knob there that kind of distracted us on the way mm-hmm. like another little ridge that ran out and uh so we were looking at that but i think from a long ways away probably man a couple thousand yards I first saw looked it. over there and the sun wasn't up yet. So it was still pretty dark, kind of shaded. And, uh, I just saw a butt, a deer butt right on the ridge, mm-hmm. like right in the swale, like right where I went to first. Like there should be a deer there. Bang. There yeah. he was. 
couldn't really tell how big his rack was from that distance. Um, and we didn't have the spotter. We didn't have the Ryan spotter. Ryan had the spotter. Yep. So we boogied and we got into maybe like 700 yards. Yeah. I think I, I hadn't even seen, I still couldn't even pick no. up the deer. I mean, I was like, I do not see this deer. But we boogied, didn't really take any time to try to look at him anymore. I was just like, well, let's get closer. And, Cause that's a buck. I was mm-hmm. like, I could see his body too. I was like, that's a big, huge body. Mm-hmm. So we boogie over there and get a, find a nice little spot, um, kind of sneak in and set up. And at that point he was still in the swale and yep, he turned he and just walked like 20 yards and bedded down like a little group of trees. The only little group of trees right there. And he bedded down right beside him where we could see him clear, but still it's just tough. The light it was hard the to tell how had, big he was. Obviously sound yeah, hadn't the hit sun hadn't hit that side of the mountain. Yep. Um, we were kind of on the dark side on the North side. And, uh, so we watch him for all morning and, you know, there was talk about how big he was. I was like, ah, you know, you could see two points, two big points, but you really couldn't see the whole rack. Yeah. He wasn't really moving his head around. I mean, no, was the way like... he was bedded, it was just hard to tell how big he was. And, uh, but I was like, I, I'm just fixed on him the whole time, not taking my glasses off of him. And I saw him move just a couple times and I was like, man, there's something about that buck. There is something up there, man. He looks like, I could tell he looked heavy, but again, he, I was like, might be just a big two point. Yeah. Another, you know, and, uh, so we just sit and watch, sit and watch. And so now the sun is coming up behind us and it hits the top of this knob and it starts coming down and it's got, you know, it takes like a half an hour and we're watching and the sun's coming down, coming down and bang, it hits him. And I'm, I'm like waiting, like the sun's going to hit him. I'm going to see what this sucker is. Boom. The sun hits him. He jumps up. Like as soon as it hit him, like, like a vampire, like he's going to burst into flames, jumps up and boom, goes right behind the trees. And I'm like, ah, what the heck? I mean, it that was, was it. fast. Uh, there's nothing. I got nothing out of that. Um, so I'm, I'm just fixed on where he went in. I'm like, man, he must've went in and rebedded. And then boop, he pops out the top and, uh, he's walking straight up the hill in the sun, but quick. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, he's and you good, can just man. see him just he's strutting heavy. up that hill. He's big. His body is like <clears throat> fat as a cow. And, uh, he just goes straight up the mountain. And boom, right over the other side. Yeah, but he to got the up north and side. stopped. And he we're stopped just on like, the top. dude, he's big. that's a stud. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and then over the other side and gone. Out of our lives. And Oops, I'm like, thought for forever. Man, that was a good buck. And I don't think that we could have, where he was, then not knowing how to get in on that ridge. I don't think, even if we would have been able to tell how big he was, I don't think we would yeah, have been able to Yeah, because I'm telling you, like, Joe, we've got to get in. Let's go kill that buck. I'm like, no, we yeah, can't. No, no, no I was no. like, <laughs> I gotta go, did, we got to go kill it. But I, even, I, I just didn't think we could get into position on him without blowing it up. Yeah, and he's such a, a weird layout down there. It is, man. It's, it's, but it's but still, we didn't even think it was that big of a buck. 
I had a feeling though because his body was so big. But there I wasn't could tell that for how sure. big his body was. And I've seen those deer before where you see those bodies and it's like you got to get you got to get closer and see what they are cuz um it's Could, deceiving, sure. you know? Even when he's going up that hill, right? You're like, "Oh, he's just a good heavy buck." Especially when they're by themselves. It's super deceiving. Yeah. Like if you can if there's perspective, like there's another deer there, yep. there's some does, another buck, like an average size buck, then it's like, holy cow, the body on that thing is huge, which yeah. is why he doesn't look giant, you know, yeah. when you first lay eyes on him. But anyway, so he goes over the hill, that's it, gone. And then we glass, we pop up over the other side, we work out another ridge, we glass another area. We end up back at camp and you... I'd seen some bucks. come back. Yeah. Yeah. I had seen some bucks and gosh, I think, yeah, that was the day I put that one buck to bed. I, I watched him down in the hole. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he looked like a pretty dang good buck, but he bedded in a weird spot. He bedded like right out in the open, but I don't know. What was that? 1500 feet down in elevation. Yeah. And uh, right out in an open burn, but on the backside of a burnt pole. So he had some shade. Yeah, he used that big burnt tree, just kind of like his only yeah. bit of shade. And he, yeah, was he actually repositioned with when that shade would move, he'd move up just a little bit. Well, it's like a moving. sundial. I mean, well, yeah. he's just yeah. like I took a picture crazy. of it and I came back. I know you guys had gone back to camp. I got an inReach. So I went back. We met up there. And then I kind of showed you, like on my phone, yeah. well, this is where that buck is. He's right over there. Let's go look at him. Um, throw the spotter on him and see what you think. So that's what we did. We went up there. And actually, he, he kind of disappeared on us for a little bit. He moved. Yeah. He had done just that. He moved up the hill. Only and we like, all sat there and we were looking. Like 20 feet. Looking and looking. And then we're like, huh. You're like, oh, he must have moved. And we all, we're all glassing it. And then I was just like. Oh, oh, there he's he is. right there. It he's was just... so obvious that we missed it. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It so weird. Right in the open. But, what you know, and that was like, you weren't terribly excited about that buck. No. And I was just like, well, you know, we're doing this project thing. I, If we, you know, it's not that much about how big the buck is. Really, it's like. Let's go look at this situation and see, is it going to be like something we can get some cool footage, the stock cool? And it was, it was like. Oh, it was a serious stock. Oh like, man. You know, just the, how it laid out, the mountain laid out. It was going to be a long, like hours of stock to get down there. And, and once we got it. in there, it's just quiet, dead quiet, man. It would, you know. Yeah. It was a quiet long, as in, yeah, no wind. And no wind it, it and super loud and crunchy. So so our footfalls were super loud, which it felt like it felt like we are take like watching every single step at still eight nine hundred yards away. Yeah, trying for not hours. To spook this guy out of there, picking our way like, and you know how you, when you stalk that far, it's like you're like tense the whole time, and every step. It starts to get like it wears man, on you. You get wore out. Oh, yeah, man, for sure. And you guys, you guys originally, because I was up filming. You know, we had set up a spot where I was going to film from, and yeah. you guys originally went down, down, down drainage. Mm-hmm. You were going to come up that ridge. We were trying to conceal ourselves by using another ridge, so getting down below it. 
Yeah. So and I and I couldn't see you guys at certain points. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh crap, because I remember on our Idaho bear hunt, you go after that bear, and I'm filming. I'm like, crap, I lost him. And like I'm frantically searching the hill trying to find you so I could film it. And then you know, the next time I saw you guys, I mean this was hours later, you were coming down. So where what did you guys do? Thanks for listening to this podcast, everybody. It's part one of Ryan's Washington uh, Mule Deer Hunt 2018. It was a pretty long podcast, so we split it into two. So make sure the next podcast is part two of this story where you'll hear more and it will come to a close. All right. Thanks for listening.